0: I want to thank all of our listeners for several years of dedicated and loyal listening throughout the halo talks, 400 podcast completed to date. We're going to a thousand by 2024. If you're so inclined, we'd love to have you go to iTunes for us, fill out a review so we can keep this podcast rolling globally. We are now on chartables top lists and moving up the charts. Also, if you want to educate yourself in the new year, please go to thehaloacademy.com. Take a look at what we've done with 150 executives in the halo sector to get them smarter, get them prepared for capital raises, and also more winning. Thanks. Have a great season. Let's go. This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC. I have the pleasure of bringing in a seasoned executive in the franchising space who now is helping the younger population achieve their goals, feeling confident and getting the results they need. Coming from Palm Springs, welcome to the show, Nancy Bigley. Good to see you.
1: Good to see you, Pete. Thanks for having me.
0: Awesome. So, you know, we spend a lot of time talking about. Uh, workouts and programming and franchising for adults. People have kind of tinkered with things that are related to, you know, teens and and, and kids workouts. So talk about, you know, your background, why you took the job to to run the little gym uh, and, uh, you know, how that's going and you know, how you feel the future could be of what goes on inside and outside of those locations.
1: Yeah, thank you. So um, just a a quick little bit about me. And I've been, as you mentioned, in franchising my whole career, really. And I sort of stumbled into it. And I quickly fell in love with just sort of that collaboration of business people. And I just loved it. And I'm also very uh, systems-driven and process-driven. And so I really loved Um, Just that that's the backbone of franchising and the efficiencies of it was just very, very very appealing to me. So I've been in it for 30 years and I I've been in all sorts of different franchise industries. So I've been in plumbing and electrical. So sort of that um, uh, service based at the home level, um, then into food um, at Dunkin Brands and started my own franchise. So I was doing uh, art. Uh, So painting and wine, so the paint and sip uh, industry. And that was an amazing um, experience and opportunity. And then um, when I sold that and worked for um, the company that acquired my company um, for a bit and ran them, uh, then I had this amazing opportunity to come um, here to Unleash Brands, who was our parent company, um, and the little Gym. And what got me so excited about it was... Um, I truly do. And I love your Halo uh, concept because it's truly how I feel like I've lived my life. It's where my passion is. I'm I'm very health driven. I'm very much about outdoors and and just physical fitness in general. So when I was able to sort of meld my love for franchising and then my love for fitness um, and wellness and, and being able to bring that down at a youth level. Um, and so we work with children from uh, four months old, which I really loved about our business. So being able to get um, with our little ones at four months old is amazing all the way up to 12. And so being able to have an impact on their life at such an early stage, and we're really a, a movement-based business that's focused on gymnastics. So gymnastics is really the core of our programs. Um, and then obviously the curriculum changes depending on the age group and and as they move into different um, uh, activities. So uh, so that is really what drove me here and, and um and and why I'm still here, it's it's an exciting, impactful business
0: that that's that's amazing. yeah the the uh, faster we can get people indoctrinated into uh, exercise, the uh, the more chance they have at uh, embracing it. and also their parents obviously you know see the results of that. Um, you know, as you look at the little gym, you know, as a concept, tell us how the business model works, you know versus the health club industry, which is you know we're trying to sell as many memberships as we can you know, focused on results, focused on upsell. Uh, obviously, the parents making the, the purchase decision. So how do they think about price? Uh, how do they think about putting, you know, a four-month-old on a recurring membership? You know, give us a lens into how that demographic feels about what what you're delivering and and how it could be provided.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's it it is, I think, very different from sort of adult fitness. And so for for us, it's um, you know, it's it's definitely physical, but we also really work on the cognitive. So all of our programs and curriculum really tie in sort of how do we get the brain muscles stretched? How do we get our kiddos thinking a little differently? And then also the socialization. So we really hit those three pillars. And so it really makes a strong foundation um for our parents that are to your point um signing their um their little ones up for a program and so every curriculum that we have for every age group that we have we have milestones that's tied to the American Academy of Pediatrics and so we're really focused on improving skills from 4 months to 12 years and and having our parents see like the progression that their children have in every stage and then what's also really cool about it is for our programs, it's all curriculum based, as I said. And so we've got the same groups of kids and moms and dads coming at the same day of the week, the same time of the week, for the most part. Obviously, sometimes things change a little, but it's it's a routine that they're in, right? So they're also creating this amazing sort of uh, community amongst parents and kids. And so that's where the, the socialization part really play uh, really comes into play. So we become a big part of our, um, family's family. Um, and it it really is becomes just a really big community in that way. And, um, you know, again, just the life cycle that we have, the curriculum programs we build, um, for the different age groups. I think that's what makes it so different is you're really moving through this whole program, um, for the whole, you know, really most of the life cycle of your, your child.
0: And, And how many days a week does, uh, Does somebody come in and do they come in and drop their kids off or are they always present?
1: Um, So it's typically one day a week, although we do have some uh, kids that come in two days a week, but typically it's one day a week. Um, And then uh, for the most part, moms are with them. So up to about three, um, our parents are with their child, Uh, especially we do have what we call our parent-child classes. So mom is actually physically in uh, the gym with her kids because we're also teaching um, teaching them how to sort of how do you roll your babies and protect their neck and you know do different things like that. So up to three, they're um, they're with the kids, and then after that, um, it's the classes are about forty five minutes to an hour, so they they can drop them off, but typically they want to sit and watch because by the time they pack up and leave and come back, you know, not
0: really worth it. So, so is it on a monthly recurring? Is it a twelve month commitment? Uh, month do You to kind month. of sign up like you're signed up for school.
1: Yeah, it's ah, uh, it's month to month. Um, we do have um uh, programs that you can lock in a, a lower rate for twelve, but it's month to month, and um, yeah, it's a reoccurring same day a month. It just auto charges and um, pretty easy peasy.
0: Got it. And and how uh, how much ed- education is the franchise owner typically also providing the is the proctor or is the teacher uh, or they also have, you know, uh, student teachers or you know, how, how is it set up for the from a labor standpoint?
1: Yeah. So um, we do have many franchisees that they are so passionate about. Our franchisees are so passionate about kids and about instructing. They like want to be in there and help instruct, but they don't have to. Uh, but many of them do. And so we have all of our gyms have gym directors. Sometimes that happens to be the franchisee. If if they own multiple locations, obviously that can't work. Um, So we have gym directors, we have program directors, we have kind of the normal tier, right? And then a whole assortment of instructors that we, you know, all of them go through our training programs and, um, you know, making sure that obviously they, um, we really adhere highly to safety. So there's a, you know, a lot that we have to go through on the safety front, but it's a mix of um, some part time people, some um, uh, full time people, um, and again, those sort of gym directors at the top level that sort of make sure everything runs every day.
0: Gotcha. Um, what what are some of the things that you've changed, uh, or learned about your business uh, since COVID?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think one of the biggest things that we've changed, learned, and changed that our our franchisees really, I think, led the charge on, and um, and we're just sort of moving through the final version of it now is sort of moving to what we call a continuous enrollment program. And so the way that we sort of have grown our business over the last 46 years really has been very focused on the school year. Right. So it's like we had a big celebration at the end of the school year, like, oh, my God, great work. And, um, you know, if you want to do camps, we have camps. And, you know, but it was basically like a good, great job. We'll see you in September. And we're like, well, Why do we do that? (laughs) Like kids want to come in and do our programs all year long. And so we really have moved in the last year to that after COVID, that continuous enrollment program. So there isn't a stop and a start. It's just, you migrate to the next level, um, depending on what your age is. And certainly we, we see a little bit of drop in the summertime because it's normal kids are going on vacation, but we've really leveled out that, um, you know, the peaks and valleys that obviously every business is trying to avoid. Um, And we've really smoothed that out a lot, which is amazing. Um, And so it allows us to really build technology and marketing and websites and all those other things to sort of support that and make it easier.
0: Gotcha. You know, when you think about all of the talk and action and money that's being put towards, uh, you know, mental health, preventative care, um, you know, making kids more confident, um, how much of that? do you feel is like the nucleus of what you're really providing yeah and how do you quantify that in in a way to either get more people to say hey i want to invest in in little gym because i can actually over time potentially expand all the services and this kind of becomes like the 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 focal point if you will of you know kids mental health yeah. you know and movement you know, as one?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. It really, again, um was a big learning. I, I think a lot of people got after COVID, but I, I do think, you know, it's always been a part of our curriculum, that socialization piece. I don't think our parents realized that that probably, to your point, was the most important piece of our program because we certainly have had so many parents after COVID being like, I, my children have dropped in socialization. And then that when when that happens, then everything else falls, unfortunately, too. And so they saw significant decline in that area. And so I think it really helped them recognize, like, my gosh, I've got to get my kids back in with other kids. I've got to get them, you know, to socialize more. I've got to get them to really know, be able to interact and, and deal with things. And I think one of the things that is so fundamentally core to the little gym is we really push hard on, you know... Y- you just try, you don't have to be the best, just try your best. And so it's, it's a safe place for them to make mistakes. We don't, it's, it's, you don't, we have a structured program, but look, if they want to go run around because they have extra energy that needs to get better, go for it. Like it's a safe space. The gym is safe. Like they'll eventually come back in. And those are really important skills to learn as a child that like, yes, there's structure, but like you've got to ebb and flow out of that a little bit. And eventually they, they kind of come back in. And so that I think has been a, a tremendous and, and also a big piece of why I think we had our best year ever last year is just parents really realizing that they've got to have something that their kids have as a constant to help build those skill sets that they really lost, not being around other children. So,
0: Gotcha. Um, I feel like I've been to a birthday party at the little gym. Do you guys do, do. events in, in off hours? Okay. Yeah. I think it was for my nephew like a very long time ago. Talk about that being part of the business model because a lot of groups that we've worked with, whether it's um gymnastics centers, whether it's uh, you know, ninja courses, um David Busters, those types of concepts that, you know, the the events is a big portion of potential revenue opportunity.
1: Yeah, for sure. And so for birthday parties for us, you're right. It's a great feeder and it's really fundamental for our new gyms, right? Is they're just launching and growing because you get a member that comes to a birthday party and brings ten or fifteen other of his friends or her friends that may or may not be members of the little gym. And when you're first starting out, they probably aren't. So it it exposes them to our business. It lets them lets the kids run around and see like how fun it is, how easy it is, and how challenging it can be, but also super fun. Um, and so that really allows us. And and parents are with them, so they're seeing like their kids just have so much fun and all these things they're learning. So it's a great great feeder for us. Um, And then certainly as the business grows, as we get more members, as we, you know, have all of those classes that becomes a a smaller part of it, but it's still always there because what's so cool is, you know, our little kids, like they want, they love their little gym so much. Like they're so proud of it. And again, we make them a part of our family and us a part of theirs. So when you see them want to share and brag about their gym (laughs) and show their buddies, like, Hey, this is how you do. A role. This is how you um do, you know, work on the beam. Like they're so proud of what they've learned and they're so proud to show their friends. And again, that's uh, that's the best testament you could have, right? Is having your kids and your parents brag about your business, and that's really what happens. And so um, yeah, it's a great opportunity. We also have parent survival nights, it's something else we do where that is a drop-off program. So like parents can drop their kids off for an hour hour and a half, two hours and go do what they want to do. And, and we have some really cool little programs that we do and we do those about once, once a month. So.
0: Nice. And how how many current locations do you have?
1: Um, we have, uh, just about 400. Um, a a lot of those are international. Domestically we're at about one eighty five now. Um, and we're slated to um, open 25 this year in 2023. So we're, we're doing some really nice expansion.
0: That, that sounds, uh, that's awesome. We love what you're doing on on, on spreading this to, to more communities. Let me ask you a question because, you know, we talked before, uh, you know, about Duncan and we talked about some of the programs that get rolled out. Uh, you know, some of them, given Duncan doesn't have any corporate stores, they kind of say, hey, this is a great idea. I think, you know, why don't you go spend money on right. putting in additional equipment or let me change your menu board. Uh, don't really think about the cost of doing that you know, as you see more technology being used, one of my friends, the kids are not allowed on an iPad, you know, so they're actually not on technology. So how do you think about the evolution of the use of technology, whether it's, Hey, we're going to put up big screen TVs, or we're going to do a, you know, a dance revolution, um, you know, with the, with the lights, or we're going to add in a climbing wall and and given your franchise or franchisee experiences, how do you kind of you know, toggle or balance between, hey, this is a great initiative, but I also got to think about the return on investment. I got to think about, do the franchisees need it? Do we have to be a front, do we have to be an innovator in the space or do we just have to be, a place that's that's progressing. How do you, how do you think about that as the franchisor?
1: Yeah, those are really important. And you're right. When when I was at Baskin, we didn't have a company owned unit, and I and we just opened our first uh, the Little Gym company owned unit in Flower Mound, Texas. And 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 most franchisors don't do it right because usually, like, we're focused on franchising and we're focused on franchisees, not focused on running company owned operations, or else we would have gone in that direction. But I do think it's extremely critical to sort of be in your own space, experience the things that you're asking your franchisees to do, be the pilot for it. And so it's been amazingly valuable for us because we just went through a new rebranding. And so we we did that in our first flower Mound space before we rolled it out to the franchisees and we had some things that weren't right. Right. So it allowed us to really work on those, fix those things, get the cost down. Um, and we're still have a couple things that we're tweaking, but like, yeah, if we would have just rolled that out. Like as it was designed, it, it wouldn't have been, the franchisees wouldn't have been happy with us. So we're loving right. that so that we can test it. And that does tie into technology. So we are, um, folding into our, um, Unleashed Brands platform, technology platforms, and there's many of them. So it's, it is a lot and we're doing it again, flower mound first, bringing pilots in also, Um, and so that has been amazingly valuable because it's just a lot that you, you know, you put it out on paper and you think you've crossed all the boxes, but until you actually use it, like you don't stumble upon things. Um, and so I think for us with the little gym, we, you know, as, as it relates to technology, I don't see really technology being incorporated into our gym space because we are all about gymnastics and activities and, and there's not really much opportunity there. So where we're really focusing our technology opportunity is on mom, right? Or dad, like, how do we make it easier for them to buy from us, to interact with us, to change their classes, to um, sign up a new kid, to, you know, move them to the next program? Because, you know, we do have families, as I've mentioned, that, that, that come in, right? And so we've got moms with two kids and three kids and, And oftentimes they're all within a program of the little gym. And so she's trying to like manage all of these kids and her time and going here and going there. Like the last thing she wants is to have to call us to say like, hey, can you do this for me? Or can you do that for me? Like she just wants to be able to engage with us in an easier way. So that's where we're putting a lot of our energy and focus right now is how do we just make it easier for our families to to interact with us and use us, um, at that level, because once they get to the gym, like it's, you know, we've got that nailed, right? Like our franchisees do an amazing job of like embracing the families and handling things and, and we take care of the kids and make things happen. So, um, so that's sort of how we're kind of moving through that evolution of technology. That's great for, for us. And I think it's going to just make, make our business model even stronger.
0: That's great. When you see what's going on in the health club space, a lot of restaurant franchisees and area developers are now looking for other concepts to add on. Just given, you know, the, the labor cost, the, the transaction nature of those businesses, um, and are very intrigued with a recurring revenue model, focus on a, a community build and maybe a little more price you know, elasticity, if you will, because it's their kit. I uh, was joking around with one of my clients who said to me, and I paid 19 bucks to go uh, to my health club and I pay 499 (laughs) for each one of my kids to go to gymnastics. (laughs) Um, Somebody's got the, somebody's got the, the, the business model wrong. Um, I would say it's probably the health club operator at 19. Um, But how do you see, how do you price this? And, you know, it's kind of a priceless activity, so I just want to yeah. understand what you think you could get at the same time. Say, look, if you come here X amount of times and your child becomes, you know, the the results here are so widespread. I can't quantify it, but I will tell you they're going to be in much better position as they grow up. Yeah. Um, what's that worth?
1: Yeah. Yeah, 100 percent. And I think uh, there is no price on that. Right. But ours are, you know, on average, it's affordable. It's like, you know, anywhere 100. Yeah, I would say on average, 110 um, a a month. And that's four classes. And so, um, you know, that's getting kids in um, every week. So they have that consistency of effort and they start to create those habits and routines and and it sticks right and that's where the um american uh, academy of pediatric pediatric certifications like really help to show like this is you are progressing and moving to the next level Um, so i think that's where you know the value um you know that the parents see as they're progressing through those milestones but uh, truly like our um, r- referrals and endorsements and and posts that we get from our families, like they see the progress with their children at home, with discipline, at school with discipline, and how they're moving through their, their um, learning and abilities um, at school. They see how they're interacting differently at school with kids, how they're interacting, acting differently at home. So, you know, they have that firsthand knowledge of what they're seeing, and, and they share that with everyone. Right. And we obviously encourage that and, and, and like to promote that because that's like the best endorsement we can ever have. And just the longevity that we get with our kids and seeing that, uh, siblings can come right. And then they refer us. We have so many referrals that we get from our members to friends and family members. And you know, that tells us that they're definitely seeing the value and, and sharing that love.
0: Amazing. Uh, so in closing here, welcome to the Halo sector.
1: Thank you. Uh the
0: Little Gym is clearly a part of the Halo uh ecosystem. But we are and almost a feeder into the rest of uh uh the uh, the adult population that uh that only twenty percent actually go to a uh, a health club or a gym. So I'm glad you didn't change the name. Uh <laughs> stick with the little gym. That's great. Uh, because that's what it is. Yes. Uh any any closing uh quotes that uh that you know people hear from you often or something that you know guides you or from back in any of your times where it's uh, something that you that you have on your uh, computer or anything where we're quote collectors
1: Oh yeah I'd love quotes too my my biggest one that I have it's actually sitting on my desk and it's around perseverance because I think as you grow as a leader look it's hard right you have especially if you have your own business and you know you have your own and you have great days that you're so proud and excited but there's tough days too right that and when you're the leader like You're the leader and you're sort of out there by yourself a lot of times. So mine's around perseverance and it's the greater the obstacle, the more glory in overcoming it. And so I love having this front and center for me because whenever I have a day of challenges, I'm like, look, I'm going to get past it. We're going to get through it. I've been through worse. I'm going to learn a lot from this opportunity or this challenge. And it just helps remind me that this is a short term problem and we'll get through it. So that's that's my favorite one that I like to reference a lot.
0: Awesome. So we will uh we'll send you the link to our calendar. We started doing win loss daily win loss calendars. Oh, I love that. Uh, and at the end of the month, uh, you know, you tallied up. So in January I went 23 and 8. Uh-huh. Completely subjective. Um, but uh just remind you that you know, you usually have more winning days than losing days. For sure. And um, every day as an entrepreneur. Uh, you're going to win a couple of times you're going to lose a couple of times and you got to focus a little more on the wins yeah uh, not just beat yourself up about the losses so I love that glad we connected awesome to uh, meet you we hope to see you in person and um, you know appreciate you uh, helping out our, uh, our mission here uh, you know Uh, on the, uh, on as as early as four months. It's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. Thanks for starting it. This is amazing. And I, I'm excited to finally get connected with you guys and I want to stay plugged in. So I'll be watching and keeping up on everything.
0: Awesome. Thanks for your time. Great to meet you.
1: Thank you guys so much.